Next on PIJN News, Dr. Chaps reports on these important issues. Donald Trump appeals to the U.S. Supreme Court to get back on the ballot in Colorado. The U.S. Space Force has a man wearing a woman's dress in uniform. And Dr. Anthony Harper asks inquiring questions about abortion at the State Department. Former Navy Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt took a stand to defend religious freedom by daring to pray publicly in Jesus' name. Now he helps you by reporting the news, discerning the spirits, and praying the scriptures. Would you pray with us? Here's Dr. Chaps. God bless you in Jesus' name. My name is Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt, Dr. Chaps, and you're watching PIJN News. On this show, we like to do three things. We report the news, we discern the spirits, and we pray the scriptures in Jesus' name. Are you ready to pray the news with us? Here's our first story. The 45th president, Donald Trump, has now appealed to the United States Supreme Court to get back on the ballot in Colorado, where the state Supreme Court had taken him off. Epic Times reports, this year on January 3rd, former President Donald Trump appealed to the United States Supreme Court, a bad ruling from the Colorado Supreme Court that found him ineligible to run for president and to appear on the state's primary ballot. The seven Democrat appointed justices, of which four are ultra left-wingers who voted against him, applied section three of the 14th Amendment of the Constitution because they alleged, without any criminal trial or conviction, that Donald Trump had engaged in and incited an insurrection on January 6th of 2021. But the new petition to the U.S. Supreme Court by Trump's attorneys reads as follows, quote, in our system of government of the people, by the people, and for the people, Colorado's ruling is not and cannot be correct. This court, the Supreme Court, should grant certiorari, that means to hear the case, to consider this question of paramount importance, summarily reverse the Colorado Supreme Court's ruling, and return the right to vote for their candidate of choice to the voters, end quote. The petition of the Supreme Court then presents the High Court with the following question. Quote, did the Colorado Supreme Court err in ordering President Trump excluded from the 2024 presidential primary ballot? End quote. The appeal was expected as attorneys for President Trump announced their intention to file a petition with the Supreme Court weeks ago. After the Colorado Supreme Court had disqualified Trump in a move, now uh, he wants to remain on the ballot. The Colorado court had stayed its own order. In other words, ruled it, but it's not in effect yet, just in case Trump appeals, and now he is appealing. So for the time being, it looks like Trump may be temporarily reinstated to the ballot by the Colorado Secretary of State, Jenna Griswold. The Colorado Republican Party is another intervener in the case. And my friend, Chairman Dave Williams, had already filed a petition for immediate review in the U.S. Supreme Court back on December 27th on behalf of the Colorado Republicans, of which I am a former legislator, right? Uh, but their petition means that Trump 
is likely to remain on the primary ballot for now, unless the US Supreme Court were to not hear the case. No, yet, no ruling yet uh, as of this report on whether or not Trump is actually going to be granted a hearing by the Supreme Court, but he has personally appealed. The Colorado Secretary of State, Jenna Griswold, had until a January 5th deadline to certify the primary ballots, after which they are finalized and a challenge about whether he's gonna be on the ballot would be moot. But in the Supreme Court petition, attorneys for President Trump stated the following, quote, first, the events of January 6, 2021 were not an insurrection, as that term is actually used in section three of the 14th Amendment of the U.S. Constitution. That amendment had nothing to do with protests, even violent protests. Uh, but instead, back when the 14th Amendment was passed, it was passed after the U.S. Civil War. And the word insurrection back then was understood to mean the taking up of arms and waging war upon the United States, which many Confederate states had done. In fact, 600,000 people had died in that kind of war. And the, the focus of the 14th Amendment, therefore, was on war making and not just peaceful or non-peaceful non protests. Not quite the same. In fact, what the mainstream media always seems to neglect is President Trump's own words when he encouraged protesters to be peaceful and uh, organized and let their voices be heard. Be peaceful, said Donald Trump, not in insurrection after all. Uh, that's the news, our thanks to Epic Times for that report. And there are, you know, some people throwing words around now, and they use these words lightly. But if the term insurrection is gonna be used in the future to keep anybody off the ballot, then even peaceful protesters would be kept off the ballot. Even myself would be kept off the ballot, right? Because I engaged in peaceful protesting sometimes, but I've never spent a night in jail. <laughs> Does that mean I'm ineligible to run for office? Well, of course not. I did run for office and I was elected to the Colorado State House. Why didn't they call me an insurrectionist? Sometimes it is our duty to oppose bad policies. And we do that by marching and speaking and, and even getting arrested sometimes or going to court martial sometimes. But with petitions, politicians change the law and we win. So it's better to be outspoken on these issues. The Bible says this in Isaiah 5, woe to those who call evil good and good evil, who put darkness for light and light for darkness, bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. Sometimes the courts get it wrong. Let's pray. Father in heaven, we pray for those who are uh, promoting evil in the name of good or promoting good in the name of evil. Father, we pray instead that good is good, that evil is evil and the court, especially the US Supreme Court, will see through the difference to clearly reestablish justice. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's take a short break. When we come back, um, a man is wearing a woman's dress in uniform. This is PIJN News, defending your religious freedom. Dr. Chaps will be right back. I'm Dr. Chaps. We want you to sign a petition today to stand with Israel. They are under such attack with Arabs and Muslims killing Jews 
But here is the Bible territory that God promised to the Israeli and Jewish people. Even in 1993, in the Oslo Accords, Yasser Arafat agreed, these are the current borders of Israel and it's their land. Let's sign that petition, PrayInJesusName.org. Again, PrayInJesusName.org, sign it today. I'm Dr. Chaps. You know, Jesus taught the parable about sowing the seed and you don't want it wasted, you want it to grow with 30, 60, 100 fold for the kingdom of Jesus Christ. I'll tell you three mission areas that we're doing here at Pray In Jesus Name. I think our charity does more with less than any other charity I know. We are fertile seed. For example, number one, we pray in millions of television homes every day or every weekend on eight networks. We have 2.5 billion home TV impressions every month. The second area, we feed orphans and children. In some of the poorest slums overseas, we're building a new vocational school, we're digging wells, and we're serving the poor when you give to pray in Jesus' name. Number three, we defend religious freedom, especially for our troops and our chaplains. We've now helped send five million petitions to Congress. We've helped change bad laws or policies in 13 states and four times in federal law. You know my story as a former Navy chaplain, standing up for the right to pray in Jesus' name and defending religious freedom. Would you donate today? In fact, we want you to come up monthly pledge sponsor. When you visit PrayInJesusName.org, on the right side, click the monthly pledge sponsor button at PrayInJesusName.org. Your monthly gift will help change the world in Jesus' name. I'm Dr. Chaps. Do you wanna get free news alerts faster than everybody else? Do you wanna get invitations to private events to come meet me in person? Do you wanna get a free religious freedom window decal? Pick up your phone, it's right there by your hand, and text this word, text the word PRAY to 24365. Text the word PRAY to 24365 and we'll sign you up. Then call us at 866-Obey-God. Again, that's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D to get a free religious freedom sticker. Call today. Defending your religious freedom. Here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps. Our next story was alerted to us by Todd Starnes, who has been a guest on our show and is a friend of the program. And he has alerted us that a military man is now on television wearing a woman's uniform in the name of transgender activism. We predicted this, everyone laughed and said, you know, right wing watch, oh, that's never gonna happen. Now it's happening. Here is the man who still has male genitalia to the best of our knowledge uh, and is probably born with the name Brian, but now he goes by Bree and he's wearing a United States Space Force woman's uniform. You can see th the collar he's wearing is a woman's collar. He's active duty. He's a Lieutenant Colonel uh, and we have video of him actually wearing a dress and appearing on television. Let's go ahead and roll this clip. Inclusion is a national security imperative. We fight today and we are gonna fight in the future using brain power. And if that brain, who's gonna revolutionize the way we fight in space, we fight in cyber, just happens to be in a trans body, you should want them all serving alongside me. 
And for your organizations, it's the same way. Those perspectives that we get from a diverse set of individuals, it's been talked about on stage a lot regarding the science behind high-performing teams. We need those perspectives. But it's inclusion that actually drives that. Because you can bring people in, and if they don't feel safe to speak up, if they don't feel safe to bring their full selves to work, you're not going to get the value of the diversity. So for us, it is absolutely critical to drive our future success as an organization and potentially on the battlefield. And I think it's the same way for all of you because we can't leave that talent that is going to revolutionize the way we do business behind. So there you saw him, Bree Fram. Brian, I'm assuming is his uh, earlier name wearing a woman's dress. Here he is wearing a skirt. Now, notice the, the photo, he's got a wife, he's got two children. How were they procreated? With his male parts, right? Uh, and now, it's kind of embarrassing that the Biden administration is violating the law by allowing this man as their spokesman. He's doing this in two ways. Uh, number one, is that he's politicking in uniform. Here he is appearing, forget about what, what kind of uniform it is, right? That in uniform, he is demonstrating his LGBT activism and advocating for a change to United States policy to make transgenderism the most important thing we can do with the military. And they're saying this is a national security issue because if we don't include these people, then our national security is harmed. Okay. Whether or not that argument is, is true or false, he's politicking in uniform. That's a clear violation of, of the standards. I got in trouble when I was a Navy chaplain for praying in Jesus' name in my uniform, and they threw the book at me. Just for saying a prayer? Oh, that's political speech. You can't do that in uniform. Okay. Uh, it's a double standard when they enforce it against Christians, but they let it slide for members of the military. The second thing is, he's probably actually violating the uniform policy. To my knowledge, the UCMJ and the Code of Military Professional Dress and Grooming Standards has not changed, and men are not supposed to be wearing women's uniforms yet. That has not changed, but here he's doing it, and he's literally wearing a dress on television to promote his radical political views. He's violating the uniform standards. The reason we have uniforms in the military, and I'm a 20 year veteran, is so that men all look the same. And here's a man who does not look the same. Not uniform at all. Okay, uh, enough of this. Our thanks to Todd Starnes for that report. Let's take a moment and discern the spirits. Here we have a man pretending to be a woman and, and okay, it's like Halloween, right? You can dress up as anything you want, but not in the military. That's the human actor in the story. Where are the non-human actors? How do we discern the spirit of God, the angels, the demons? Is this man speaking truth? And that's where I would hang my hat to drum him out of the military, right? Is that he's a liar with no honor. When I went to the academy, we had an honor code. I will not lie, steal, or cheat, or tolerate among us anyone who does. The man is a liar. He's a man who says that he's a woman when he's not. 
And I'm not gonna tolerate liars in the military. I would put on his evaluation, this officer lied to me and should never be promoted. And then he would never be promoted. Instead, he's out there promoting himself. Not only that, uh, he is listening to a demonic voice that is saying, I feel like a woman inside. Brian, you are not a woman. God has called you to be a man. And the demon that is manifesting, it used to be on your shoulder, now it's inside of you saying, I am a woman. No, that's not even you talking. That is the demon inside of you lying to the world. And it's condemned by the Bible in Deuteronomy 22. The law of God says this, a woman shall not wear anything that pertains to a man, nor shall a man put on a woman's garment, for all who do so are an abomination to the Lord your God. Let's pray about this, would you pray with me? Father in heaven, we pray against the abomination of our military, uh, or, or what this man is trying to do as an abomination, to disrespect the otherwise honorable profession of, of service to our country. Father, I pray that you do not remove your blessing from God upon our troops, which is a matter of national security. Father, do not be offended, have mercy, and continue to bless America anyway, despite our sin. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's take a short break. Dr. Anthony Harper is at the State Department. Looks like you've been sleeping well. Megan, he's back. The my pillow guy. And you're looking good. I'm still feeling good. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, we've got the best pillow ever. My pillow 2.0. The best sleep just got even better. Whether you have a my pillow or not, you need to get the brand new my pillow 2.0. Call or go to mypillow.com now. Use your promo code and for a limited time when you buy one, you'll get a second one absolutely free. My Towels solved a problem that we've all had with towels. You go into the stores and they feel lotiony and soft, but then you get them home and they wind dry you. That's why I made My Towels. They actually work, they're soft, and they absorb. And now I'm excited to announce two brand new lines of My Towels. What makes them the best towels ever is they're now made with 100% long staple Shapir cotton. This is a combed ring spun cotton that makes my towels even softer and more absorbent than ever. And now you get a six piece set for an amazing introductory sale price as low as $29.98. So go to mypillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get my towels for only $29.98. Or you can get my designer premium line for just $20 more. Either way, you save 50% now on all my towels. They actually work. What a concept. This offer won't last long, so please order now. MyPillow.com My employees and I are excited to announce it's our 20th anniversary. And to celebrate, we're bringing you a limited edition MyPillow. The Giza Elegance MyPillow is made with the most amazing cotton. Two-inch pipe gusset comes in four custom loft levels, and it's machine washable and dryable. When I got my pillow, I'm asleep almost immediately. I stay asleep at night and I wake up more well-rested in the morning. My patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs and helps keep your neck supported in the line. That's why we've been around for 20 years, because my pillow works. 
Go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get your limited edition 20th anniversary MyPillow queen size. Retails for $69.98, now only $19.98. That's right, only $19.98. With my 60-day money-back guarantee, you have nothing to lose. Sleep well, America! Stay tuned for the end of our show to learn how to partner with this ministry. Here's Dr. Chaps. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Chaps. Joined now by Dr. Anthony Harper from Washington, D.C., where he was recently interviewing the State Department spokesman, Matthew Miller, who works for the Secretary of State, Anthony Blinken, about America's exportation of abortion policy, otherwise known sometimes as the Mexico City policy or the undoing of that. Uh, welcome, Dr. Anthony Harper, to the program. How are you today? Well, I'm thankful, very thankful. Well, thank you. Um, you know, America's manufacturing base is less than it used to be. We import goods from China, but we export abortion worldwide through the funding with taxpayer dollars to foreign governments to make sure that they are helping their abortion clinics in countries around the world. Um, when Trump was in office, he rescinded the, the, the policy of exporting abortions and he reinstated an old Bush policy, which was the Mexico City policy. The first, uh, the first city in America where America stopped funding abortions outside of our country. So Bush was pro-life, Trump was pro-life, but Obama exported abortions and now Biden is exporting abortions. You questioned the foreign policy of the United States when you were uh, in the State Department recently? Yes, uh, I surely did. Of course, I never get good. I never get uh, good answers from the State Department spokesman Matthew Miller or anyone else there. But uh, I, I did ask a challenging question, and he didn't really answer my original question about aid being conditional or how much aid uh, or uh, how much of, of this it, it, it involves supporting abortion, and then in uh, about the comments that I made, also in a, in a question about Catholic and uh, evangelical Christian member, members that uh, oppose this and if they're gonna consider changing their policy based upon the, you know, the Catholic and the evangelical Christian opposition to this. And all he says is that we're gonna continue the US policy as it is. Okay, let's go ahead and roll that clip. Thank you, Matt. Uh, when the US gives foreign aid is funding for abortion and birth control and included in that, and if so, is the aid conditional? And I have a follow-up. I'm just gonna say that with respect to that, we follow all relevant U.S. laws and, and regulations. Okay, in light of Catholic Church and evangelical Christian church membership in opposition to abortion, does Secretary Blinken expect a change in foreign aid policy regarding abortion? Uh, I do not expect any changes from our existence. So there you saw Dr. Anthony Harper uh, asking the State Department spokesman, but Anthony, even his non-response is newsworthy because when they try to dodge the question or when they try to give really short answers, well, there's nothing to see here, no changes. What they really mean is we're gonna continue to fund abortions because that's what Joe Biden wants to do and that's what the Democrat party stands for as a matter of policy. Um, I don't suppose you're aware of any reaction in Congress or your own senator uh, from Idaho, Senator Risch. How would they feel about this? Or what would Trump say? Well, Trump is be very, 
I'm very opposed to this and very, uh, I, I believe, upset because, you know, President, former President Trump did go to the March for Life. And there's no other U.S. president that I know that attended the March for Life. And he was standing next to Dr. Alveda King, a pro-life uh, person, uh, a friend of mine. And, um, and you know, in Congress, you know, Senator Risch would, uh, of course, uh, obviously would oppose abortion, and he has. So I would like for them to see this, and, and I'm waiting for a, a reaction from the Congress. Okay, let's transition to a similar question. Now, Trump himself has appealed to the United States Supreme Court with the Colorado Republican Party for ballot access in the state of Colorado. Trump is off the ballot right now. Uh, does does the Biden administration speak on these things from the White House or is that only in the capacity of their campaign? Do they even have a campaign spokesman? I hear he's not traveling, he's gonna hide out in the White House like he hid in his basement four years ago. Oh, what, what I've heard is Biden supports this effort to keep Trump off the ballot. Uh, you know, Biden has a, a new political ad about running for president and portraying former President Trump as dangerous and that our democracy is uh, at, at risk there, that, that Trump's uh, another presidency would threaten our democracy. And it's just the opposite. This is the way communists uh, operate, to blame someone else for something they are guilty of. And I really in, enjoyed, um, I really enjoyed David Horowitz uh, in my interview with him on these matters. Okay, uh, last question. And again, we do not oppose or endorse either candidate for public office. We're contrasting their policies and their point of views. The Biden administration has been transgenderizing the US military. That was like his first executive order on day one was to encourage more transgenderism in the, in the military. I had predicted we would soon have men wearing women's uniforms. And this week it happened. Uh, Lieutenant Colonel Bree Pham, Pham uh, from the United States Space Force was on television wearing a woman's dress. In, in, as an official military uniform, of wearing a woman's uniform instead of a man's and encouraging more LGBT activism instead of obeying the current policy, which, which says you can't do that in uniform. Uh, your thoughts? Well, first of all, very embarrassing. Uh, what, a, what, a bad image to, uh, what a bad image to portray to the world. I would, I would think that uh, many Israel leaders in, in, uh, would, would be upset about that. I would also comment of uh, people in Russia, in China, or whatever, they just see America as weak, gender confused, and this is a bad thing for our military. Okay, and not to mention the irony is that they would not let me, as a military chaplain, pray in Jesus' name in my uniform. They said just the act of prayer is, a, is an act of political speech and you should be court-martialed but they're not gonna punish this LGBT activist for doing essentially the same thing by wearing a woman's dress in violation of the uniform policy to make a political speech about why he should be allowed to do that. Very disturbing, isn't it? That, that hypocrisy in the whole matter. Okay, how can people support you? Well, we have a website, imcnews.org. We're, you know, we're doing the, the main reporting here, exposing anti-Semitism more than any other news outlet so people can go to imcnews.org we have a donation a donate button there people can get involved to help me to stay here to expose this and i'm usually the only one doing it here okay our thanks to dr anthony harper imcnews.org 
Our website is PrayInJesusName.org, right there on the screen, PrayInJesusName.org. We need your donations, large or small. This is a viewer-sponsored TV show. We can't do it without you. Would you please give today? You can also give by telephone at 866-Obey-God, or just call for prayer. It's free when you dial 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. We'll see you next time. Dr. Chaps needs your financial support to stay on the air. Would you please send your best financial donation today? Please visit PrayInJesusName.org to donate online. Or you can mail a check to Pray In Jesus Name Ministries, Post Office Box 77077, Colorado Springs, Colorado 80970. You can also call us toll free right now, 866-Obey-God. That's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please sign up for our free emails at PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org.